listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos is Ryan Schweitzer and Craig Boschman. Welcome to another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original 16, Schweitzer and Swift Current, Bosch in the bubble, and uh, the Swift Current Broncos coming off a 9-4 loss. It is game day against the Moose Jaw Warriors. We'll chat more about that, but uh, Craig Boschman joining us from the hub, uh, you know, that 9-4 loss, and and, uh, you know, once again, Connor Bedard, uh, his skills on full display. Yeah, it's it's just, it's honestly unbelievable um, just to see what he's doing out there. I think everyone knew how how hyped up he was coming in and and the fact that he's, you know, exceeding those uh, crazy expectations placed on him is, is honestly unbelievable. Um, he's, you know, a treat to watch. It's unfortunate that he's doing it against Swift Kern, as, uh, you know, along with everybody else. But, um, you know, you get a chance to watch a player like that and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to go first in the draft in his draft year, and he's going to do right, the same thing in the NHL as soon as he steps in there. So, you know, the fact that I get to watch him now as a 15-year-old is pretty cool. And, um, you know, I just wish he would not not do it against the Broncos as much as he has. Yeah, this is the second time that we've hyped him on the Broncos This Week podcast. Uh, you know, he's as advertised and legit, and uh, he's going to fill stadiums around the league when fans are allowed to watch again. But uh, you know what? Enough about him for now. Let's hype our own guy. Matt Ward, current league leader in WHL assists as of the time we recorded this podcast. And uh, wow, what a start to, to his young career, eh? It's it's crazy. Um, you know, I knew how high the, the coaching staff was on him and how excited they were to be able to get him here full time and, and, you know, get him get his feet wet in the Western League. But um, he's, he's dove in head first. Uh, it's been, it's been crazy to see what he's been able to do as well. Um, the fact that he just looks so, so comfortable out there, you know, he never looks like he's panicking, you know, if with he, whether he's getting back in the back check or he's in the D zone or on the power play, you can just see how calm and cool he is. He's, he's always looking for the open guy. Um, you know, he'd probably admit that he's a playmaker first, but, um, he's just been unbelievable. Uh, you know, and then uh, the chemistry that he and Michael Farron have shown, uh, has been great. Um, the fact that, you know, Michael's kind of taken him under his wing to, you know, show him the ropes here in the Western League, a guy who's been around for 200 plus games in five years. Um, it's great to see that. And um, it's, it's rubbing off on, on Warren incredibly well. And uh, just a, a storybook start to his, uh, his tenure here in Swift Current. Matt is our featured guest on the Broncos This Week podcast, and uh, we had a great chat with him about uh, 12 minutes long, and we'll get to that in, uh, in just a little bit here as well as uh, hearing the thoughts of head coach Dean Brockman on the team's recent activity. But uh, you touched on Michael Farron, who's playing with Matt Ward, really liking the chemistry between those two. And Michael Farron, you know, re really impressed with him. Uh, he's looking to end his Western League career uh, on a bang. Eh? Yeah, and that's, and that's what he wanted to do. Um, you know, he was given an opportunity here. He knows Dean from their time in Saskatoon together. And, you know, people can see what he's doing on the ice, but it's the stuff off the ice that people don't see. You know, he's just such a, a leader down near the locker room. You know, he's... He's barking at guys to, you know, get their stuff together and whether it's focus on the game or focus on practice or whatever it is, um, you know, he's, he's, you know, one of the unofficial captains of the team, I guess you could call it that. And then just uh, a total leader for the team. And that's what they wanted him to be when they picked him up. And, and the fact that he's fit in so well offensively and then having a career year uh, points wise is, uh, is, is really just an added bonus, um, you know, matched his goal total from last year in 31 less games. So it's, uh, it's pretty impressive to see what he's done. And, and the Broncos, I think, are incredibly happy with what he's brought. Business seems to be picking up a little bit on the team's power play. Michael Farron, a big part of that. But uh, another guy I want to talk about real quick is a guy who's been uh, doing a big part in running that power play. Another 20-year-old looking to have a strong end to his career in uh, Owen Williams. You know, talk about his game and what Seven's brought to the table lately. Yeah, I remember when you and I talked to him 
about a month ago. It feels feels like 10 years ago. That was only five or six weeks ago. But, uh, you know, he said he wants to play pro hockey. Uh, he wants to be a professional hockey player. And, and for him, that means coming in here and then taking this seriously and and being a leader and then being a difference maker. And I think he's done all those things. Um, you know, he's he's really taken a liking to to Brady Bernie. Uh, they sit together for for breakfast, lunch and dinner every single day at the at the table there. And him and Michael Farron are usually giving it to, to Brady nonstop for, as expected, but um, it's been great. Uh, I think the, the offensive production that he's brought is maybe a bit unexpected. I mean, he had, he had 18 points last year and he's, he's already got eight as of this moment. So um, it's been really impressive what he's been able to do. And, and the fact that he's playing, you know, 25 minutes, 35 minutes a game is, is pretty awesome too. So uh, he's been a huge addition to the team and, and the fact that he's taken full advantage of this is very encouraging as well. And then hopefully it, it ends up with a, a pro deal somewhere for him. I like that you mentioned Brady Bernie, the lone uh, 15 year old 2005 born player on the roster right now. He's a guy who got to, you know, to play a few minutes at the, uh, at the end of that nine, four loss to Regina and uh, you know, got some puck touches and, and really didn't look out of place. Yeah. A couple of cool uh, uh, Bernie stories. I remember when I was standing down there at the tunnel for his first game and he was, he was getting ready to lead the, the warm-up ice out there and, and the Broncos were playing Prince Albert. So the two teams were lined up kind of on the other side of the rink. You could see Prince Albert getting ready and the Broncos on this side. So he, uh, he looked over and he saw Max Paddock was getting ready to lead the Raiders out. And, and he, he looks at me and he says, is that Max Paddock over there? And I said, yeah. And he says, oh man, I, I watched that guy growing up here in Regina, which is a funny to begin with. Cause he's, you know, so young. And then that makes us feel even older than we maybe already are. But uh, you know, the fact that he said that, and then just uh, earlier today on Tuesday at lunch, uh, the team was having their, having their lunch and uh, obviously a no hat rule for lunch. And so I'm sitting with the coaches and then Brando was, uh, was handing out the, the lunches for the guys and, and Brady leans over and says, uh, "Hey, hey, Brandon, you gotta take your hat off." <laughs> and uh, the two twenties that uh, that Brady was sitting with, and, and Michael Farron and, and Owen Williams just burst out laughing. And I think Brando maybe trying to plot something to, to get him back a little bit, but uh, it was pretty funny. So he's he's fitting in very well. I, I honestly think they're just kind of having him around. Is is boosting up team morale. He's got that youthful energy, and uh, he's fitting incredibly well here. Yeah, and you know what? It's nice to hear that there's some levity in the situation as well, and the boys are still having fun despite what's been uh, what what sounds like a pretty grueling schedule thus far, right? Yeah, and that's the whole point. I mean, when I, I talked to Sam McGinley yesterday for for an interview on the broadcast, and you know, I kind of asked him what the mindset is over the last month, and and he just said to enjoy it. I mean, it's such a a unique experience, and you know, it's, it's the unfortunate you know reality that not every every junior age player is able to play hockey right now, so these guys have to take advantage of what of what they've been given and. Um, you know, the fact that they are, you know, enjoying things. And, and even though the, the wins haven't been there as much as they would like, I think they are just kind of taking advantage of the situation and, and trying to, to soak in every minute that they can because um, they are very fortunate to be here and, and they know that. And uh, I don't think they're going to let it go to waste. Our featured guest on Broncos this week is going to be 16-year-old Matt Ward, who at the time of recording this is leading the league in assists. And we'll have that chat in just a little bit but in the much more immediate future we'll break things down with head coach and director of hockey operations dean brockman when we return on the broncos this week podcast brought to you by original 16 you're listening to broncos this week presented by original 16 the official beer of the swift current broncos Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16 Coaches Show segment. Uh, head coach Dean Brockman joining us on the podcast. Uh, Dean, lots of mixed feelings about Swift Current Bronco hockey right now, but, uh, you know, let's start with uh, with the excitement of a team that uh, seems to have found some consistent offense. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, it's it's definitely a positive sign when uh, you're scoring goals. I think that was kind of the emphasis coming in. We needed to create more opportunities and uh, – you know, the guys have really done a real good job with that. Uh, obviously, you're taking more chances to score goals. And 
certainly we're giving up more than we like. And it's, it's easier to correct that uh, as we go uh, rather than to, to try and force things a little bit later by scoring more. So we want to score as much as we can. And obviously, the, you know, we got to clean up our own end a, a lot, but uh, I'm excited the fact that we can score some goals finally. Got a lot of guys who are playing full-time in the Western Hockey League for the first time. Uh, do you feel like they're learning a lot and then putting those lessons into, into action in games? Yeah, you know what? We kind of trailed off the last couple of games. I thought we got away from, uh, you know, typically what we could do. But, uh, you know, in saying that, uh, you know, it's a lot of days of a lot of new information and a lot of, you know, activities. So uh, I think the experience is, you know, really, really, you know, important. And I think, you know, guys are learning that this league isn't that easy. And you can say it all you want and you can prepare all you want, but until you play games, uh, you know, it's it, that's the experience. Uh, when you look at our man games experience, it's not very high. And the more we play, the better we should be getting. The talk of Bronco Nation right now is a young man uh, who made his WHL debut just what seems like a few short days ago, but uh, has already found his way to, uh, to some big headlines around the league talking about Matt Ward. You know, he seems like a very cerebral type player. Uh, you know, what can you say about what he's brought to the table early in his career? Well, yeah, no, for sure. He is. Uh, he's as advertised, uh, you know, when we drafted him, we wanted a smart, intelligent player that was a gamer. And, you know, he raises his level of play every time. And, uh, you know, exciting to watch him. Uh, you know, he's playing a lot of minutes uh, for a 16-year-old. And you do feel bad, you know, for that at times. Uh, but, you know, we're also missing Raph Pelche that could eat up some of those minutes. So, you know, that's, you know, it's good on that. You know, I think there's times where he looks a little bit tired. There's, there's a lot of things to like about Matt and there's some things that, you know, Matt will have to improve on as he goes throughout his uh, Western Hockey League career. Swites and I just talked to him and he said the one thing he, he really cares about in this league is winning and that's all he wants to do is just win games. And, uh, you know, as a coach, I guess that's kind of exactly what you want to hear from, you know, your, your first jump. Yeah, absolutely. I think those, uh, those are the types of guys that, uh, you know, are pretty special. I, I, you know, I don't question the fact that everybody wants to win, but he just wants it a little bit more. And, and that's exciting because, uh, you know, until you get perfection in your game, uh, you know, which is hard to, to come, especially at a young age, uh, you know, then winning is really important. And yeah, it's, it's important for all of us. And uh, he just wants it that much more. And that's contagious because uh, other guys can feel that. And once they feel it, uh, they'll learn to, to know it as well. Coming off a 9-4 loss to the uh, Regina Pats, I guess the host team in this uh, WHL hub situation. What's the uh, what's the podcast breakdown from that one, Dean? Well, for us, uh, you know, on back-to-back -back nights, like I, you know, I really felt, you know, after watching the game again, uh, you know, we just looked fatigued. Uh, a lot of straight legs coming back on the back check. Uh, a lot of really, really wide turns. Uh, you know, a lot of just really a lot of nothing that, you know, would, would kind of make us win the hockey game. And, you know, until they got the seventh goal, you know, late in the first period, you know, I thought we still had a chance and I still believe that we could have won the game. Uh, we gave up that late goal in the second period and that really was deflating. I, you know, we kept battling and hanging in there. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, when you give up a goal like that, I'm just, uh, just again, you know, fatigue maybe was a, a part of it, but just the importance of protecting the last three minutes of the game or period. And, uh, you know, just a lot of lessons to be learned by that. But, uh, yeah, we need some of our older guys to really bear down in those situations.
This is a, we're recording this on Tuesday night. The, the first full day off for your team since they got here to the hub. Uh, how important is it for you guys to use this day to their advantage? Yeah, there was no hockey talk at all today. I think it was really important that we got away from it. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, as hard as it is not to walk up to a player and say, you know, can we talk about this or that? You know, we just totally gave them the day off. I think physically it's uh, been pretty demanding, but mentally for a lot of new players and a lot of young players, if you look at all the new players we have on our roster, there was a lot of learning to go in a quick period of time. And uh, we still haven't developed the habits that we need to, to be consistent. And, uh, you know, that's part of uh, being young and part of a new group. Right. So, you know, what? I, I think it's huge. I, you know, I guess we're going to find out in the morning how practice is because, uh, you know, that's the indicator. But uh, for me and, and the players and, and our staff, I think it was just, you know what, uh, take a day off, you know, completely. No, you're a busy guy. We'll, uh, we'll let you off the hook after one more uh, question. Moose Jaw Warriors next game, Thursday afternoon action, your second meeting with uh, the team from just down the highway there. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, a bit of a rivalry, uh, obviously. Uh, you know, they've been playing better than I, you know, thought. You know, I think there's... There's some key ingredients, uh, you know, to that team. And, you know, they're, you know, Mark's done a really good job with their structure. I think, uh, you know, they've kind of bought into what he, you know, he's been preaching over there and, you know, their work ethic has been really strong and, you know, they got some exciting young players and they got some older guys that are established. So, you know, it's always a tough task when you're playing Musha, you know, they kind of play that structured tight, you know, checking game. And for us, we want to fly around and we want to free will, you know, a little bit. So, yeah, you know, it should be an interesting battle. Uh, they're coming off, uh, you know, we have to take advantage of our schedule. They're playing back-to-back, so we want to jump on them early. Right on. Dean, thank you so much for uh, for taking time out of uh, out of the hub life there and, uh, and for breaking things down for us. Always greatly appreciated. Yeah, you bet. Appreciate your time, man. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. This is the Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. Our feature guest on the show this week is a guy who's certainly making waves 10 games into his Western Hockey League career. Matt Ward joining us, who at the time we were recording this is the uh, league leader in assists. Matt, you're 10 games into your Western Hockey League career. Are, are you exceeding even some of your own expectations here? I think a little bit. I, you know, I got... I got high expectations, you know, going into every year, but yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't think I would have been at this, uh, at this rate at the start of the year. If you asked me, you know, like a month or so ago, I don't, I don't think I would be, you know, where I am right now. So. Uh, you know, looking at the success that you've had, I mean, you know, you're, you're putting up a lot of assists and, uh, you know, there's an overage forward that you've been playing a lot with and Michael Farron, it seems like you guys have developed some, uh, some good early season chemistry. What's it like playing with, uh, with him? Uh, it's great. He, he's a funny guy. He's, he's really, uh, he's got lots of energy, right. And, and he's just a guy that he really loves to play the game. Like, and you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. If you got a passion for the game, you're, you're going to succeed. Right. And, and, and he just loves to play the game and, and I love playing with him too. So I think we, uh, I think we work well together. So. And I know uh, you guys were able to kind of meet each other for a little bit before you came out here because you guys were skating with the uh, Delta junior B team. So uh, how much did it help you out kind of getting a chance to hang out with him for a little bit before coming out here? No, it was definitely good. You know, he's an older guy. So, you know, I ask him lots of questions, you know, try to pick his brain a little bit, right. He's been around the league. So, um, you know, I think if you get that, 
sort of a chance as a younger guy to ask uh, older guys that's been around, uh, ask them anything, right? Just to, you know, um, further yourself uh, in terms of your knowledge of the league and just uh, prepare yourself for the, the upcoming year. You know, you talked earlier about how you're exceeding your own expectations and putting up points and everything, but uh, how are you finding playing in the league thus far? I mean, you know, you're, you're a 16 year old guy, you're out there every night playing against 20 year olds. How's that experience been for you so far? Oh, it, it's a tough league. Like anyone that says it's easy, you know what? It's not right. Like um, it's, especially this year, it's a, uh, it's a tough, it's a tough schedule, right? Like all these games crammed into, you know, a short per- period of time. Um, it's tough. It, it wears on you, but at the same time, you, you can't let it get to your head, right? The second you let it, you know, uh, get to your head, that's when, you know, you start to think, you know, your legs are are getting, you know, pretty beat up, but you just got to take it day by day and, and uh, approach each day separately, right? So... You talked about cramming so many games into a tight schedule. And I think, you know, the past few years of your minor hockey, it's been mostly playing games on weekends and that kind of stuff, right? So, you know, for you, what's what do you think is the hardest part about trying to, uh, you know, find the legs and find the energy to play basically every second day? Yeah, no, um, obviously the days the days uh, in between games are, those are crucial days. You need to get, you need to get your, like, uh, your stretching in, rolling, whatever you need to do. Um, but the days you have back-to-backs, you, you can't be messing around, right? You need to be dialed in. Um, like right after the last game you played, you got to be, you got to be thinking about the next one and, and preparing your body, right? Again, fluids, um, anything you can do to get an advantage. It's um, about it. So, yeah, you know, we're, uh, this is an audio podcast, but we're recording this over video chat right now. So we're able to see a little banged up under the eye there. Uh, first, uh, first little bit of, uh, you know, first injury in the Western league. How, how did that happen? Uh I think I just got buried into the boards and then, you know, a little cut, but it's part of the game. So it's going to happen, but you can't let it, you know, get in the way of your game. Right. So. How are you finding that physicality? I know the, you know, it's not like the league you played in before wasn't physical or anything like that, but I think it's brought to a new level here in the Western league. And I think I remember that hit, I think it was Johnny Lambos that pushed you into the boards and, and knocked you down. But um, you know, when you, you go into the corners against a, you know, a six foot five D men, uh, you know, what's, what's kind of the, the mentality going in there and trying to win those battles. Um, well, the biggest thing is you, you can't be scared, right? The, the second you're scared to, you know, go, go in for a puck, that's when, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to win many battles if you're scared, um, or you're not going to be successful. So you, you, you got to go into each battle thinking with the mindset, you're going to win it, right? Like the second you think, oh, this guy's bigger, you're, you're going to lose the battle, right? So just the mindset. There's a, there's a lot of excitement amongst Bronco fans for the 2004 age group. Uh, you know, how are you finding playing with those guys right now? And, you know, is there some excitement about what you guys will be able to do in the future in your, in your hockey careers here? No, I, I for sure. I, I agree with you hundred um, percent. And it's not, not only are they, you know, talented guys on the ice, but a big thing, you know, personally, I think when, when Dean goes out and drafts guys, is he looks at like, uh, you know, how they are off the ice and, and what kind of person they are. Like I look at all the guys they've drafted so far since I've been here and, and they're all great guys. Like you don't see many mistakes off the ice, you know, fooling around. So, so that's a big part um, of the game as well. I know the Broncos were following your progress closely last year and seeing what you were getting up to making that jump to the U18 level. But I'm, I'm kind of wondering for a guy who's a drafted prospect and obviously can't play full-time last season, how closely you were following the Broncos uh, throughout the year last year. 
I yeah, I've I've I watched a few games. Um, I I I got that subscription sort of thing just to see, you know what what's going on in the league and and you know you try and follow the the team as much as possible. And obviously, they didn't have a great year, but um, you know we're looking to turn that around here pretty soon. So. You know, you're, you're almost a month into this hub season uh, and then, you know, it's just a real short two month season. What are you hoping to accomplish the rest of the way here? Um, I, I think our team as a team, we just need to form that identity that, you know, we're past the, uh, the losing stage, right? Like um, we're in, we're in win, win mode, right? So sort of thing. Um, so I think if we just have that sort of mentality, especially after this year going into next year with, uh, you know, playoffs on the line, um, I, I really think we got a good, a good crack at, um, you know, playoffs next year. So, so that's our mentality going in into next year. And, uh, that's all we're working on really. Just kind of wondering how much fun you're having here, Matt. I know it's, it's, uh, it's a tough grind. And then, like you said, there's games every second day and whatnot, but to be here, be playing hockey, I mean, not, not every guy your age is able to do that right now. So just kind of wondering, um, you know, how much you're enjoying the experience here. Oh, I, I'm super grateful for this opportunity, right? Like, like each game you can't take for granted because you, you never know when, you know, something's going to happen, like stuff's going to sh- get shut down or whatever, but you got to play each game. Like it's your last and, and just sort of think like, you know, anything can happen really. And it's, it's a privilege to be playing at this time, especially. So you really got to make the most of each, each time you step on the ice. What are you guys doing to pass the time? Like, uh, you know, nothing going on today, really. Uh, you know, how, how do you fill the days when you're, when it's a non-game day? Uh, well, usually they're, they're pretty, um, they're pretty packed, but you know, when, when you're not really doing anything, you're, you're sort of just trying to get rest. Like you're pretty beat up. You're just chilling out, trying to, you know, recover your body as much as possible, um, to prepare for the next sort of game. So not a whole ton. There's a few games like poker that go on, but nothing too, too crazy. Actually, I haven't asked any of the guys this yet, but playing in an empty arena, you know, I think the Branson is probably one of the biggest rinks you've played in, uh, you know, in, in your life so far. But um, playing with no fans in a big rink like that, do you notice the fact that there's no fans there or are you kind of just focused on the game? Uh, well, I don't I don't think I've really had that experience yet um, playing in front of fans. You know, you get your parents or whatever watching you. But, yeah, I don't really um, have that experience yet. But it's it's fun, right? Like it's just the game that matters. You're not really worried about what, what's going on around the rink. It's you're focused on winning the game and, and that's all you can really, um, you know, focus on. So. Well, we're hopeful that you will be playing in front of fans this fall. And, uh, you know, it's a passionate bunch here in Swift current, uh, you know, have, have you heard about that passionate fan base and are you excited to, to make your debut at the Iplex? No. Yeah. I, I heard about it when I got drafted and yeah, I'm super, super excited to, you know, experience, uh, that sort of uh, atmosphere um i've just heard great things about it so when it comes to your second year in the western league matt i know you're obviously excited for for the games and the growth and that kind of stuff but are there other aspects of being a whl player that you're kind of looking forward to um, when it comes to hopefully having a normal type of schedule with with traveling around and visiting different cities and that kind of stuff i no, yeah for sure it's going to be it's going to be fun experiencing that at first year but no i think the biggest thing is is playoffs right i want to be a part of um, something like that. Um, cause that's a big part of my game, right? I want to win and, um, something, you know, you crave once you, once you win a few games, you, you really want to, you, you crave it, right? So you want to win as much as possible. And when you're losing, 
it's tough, but it, it, at the end of the day, it makes you enjoy winning, you know, that much more. So next game in the hub for you guys is uh, against the Moose Jaw Warriors. It's uh, a team the last time you played them, it didn't go smoothly for, uh, for the Broncos. You know, what, what do you, what can you say about this Moose Jaw team? Um, well, yeah, they're, I think they're sort of in the same sort of boat as we are. They got, you know, a couple older guys that are pretty skilled, but at the same time, you know, we can compete with them. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that we can go out and beat them. Right. So it's just that mentality that, um, you know, we can go out and beat them. Right. That's what the guys got to be thinking. So there's no, uh, there's no teams that's, you know, uh, better than us. Right. Like, um, we've had chances to win. It's just a matter of playing that full 60 minutes right, and cleaning up some, some of the aspects of the game that, you know, you're not um, really exceeding in. So we're looking forward to that one. Kind of just wondering about your friendship with, um, with Connor Bedard, man, to obviously play with him last season. Are you, are you sick of him in the spotlight here? Or are you happy to see him having some success here? Um, well, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. You know, if you know him, it's hard to, you know, kind of root against him. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm more worried about, you know, my game and, and our team, right. I'm not, not just watching his games, just, you know, whatever, but at the same time, I'm, I'm happy for him, but I'm not really, you know, concerned on what Regina is doing. So. Matt, I, I got to congratulate you on your early success here. Better than a point a game, uh, you know, just a few games into your Western Hockey League career and surpassing expectations. And uh, hopefully that trend can continues. Thanks a lot for joining us on the podcast again, man. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. A big thank you to head coach Dean Brockman and our feature guest, 16-year-old Matt Ward on the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original 16. This podcast being released on game day, four o'clock start against the Moose Jaw Warriors, a team that I imagine, Craig, the, the Broncos are anxious to get another crack at here. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I think everyone would say it was it was a bad game when they played them last. It just nothing really seemed to work all that well for Swift Kern in that game. You know, too many penalties, not enough shots. It just, it just didn't, it didn't work that night. And, um, you know, for the fact that the Broncos can get another chance here, you know, pretty quickly and try and move, move uh, past that 9-4 loss to Regina uh, is important for them. And, you know, I'm curious to see what Moose Jaw's lineup is going to look like. They've been without uh, Ryder Korzak the last couple of games, I think. So we'll see if he's back in uh, for them on, on Thursday here. And, and if he's not, that's, that's a huge, huge loss for them. Uh, he's uh, kind of a one man wrecking crew on that Moose Jaw uh, roster. So um, Broncos are, as you said, I think they're eager to get another crack here at the Warriors. And um, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a significantly better effort than it was the last time these two teams played. Four o'clock on Thursday, face off from the Subway WHL hub in Regina. That'll do it for another edition of Broncos This Week, brought to you by Original 16. I'm Ryan Schweitzer. He's Craig Boschman. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16.